RTHK News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Ben Che. The top stories. The government slams the outgoing U.S. administration after six more people linked to the national security law are hit with sanctions. Officials play down hopes of easing coronavirus restrictions as the case numbers increase again. And Nepali climbers set a new world record by becoming the first mountaineers ever to reach the summit of K2 during winter. The Hong Kong government has slammed the outgoing U.S. administration after six more people linked to the national security law were hit with sanctions following the arrest of more than 50 pro-democracy figures. Candice Wong reports. In a statement, the government said the so-called sanctions were insane, shameless and despicable. It accused Washington of hypocrisy, pointing to the storming of the U.S. Capitol by Donald Trump supporters earlier this month and said people locally and around the world should be angered by the double standards on display. The U.S. State Department announced earlier that it would sanction the ASEAN's sole delegate to the nation's top legislative body, Tam Yu-chung, as well as three police officers and two Beijing officials. The U.S. Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, said the six were associated with developing, adopting or implementing the new law. The ASEAN government said it was particularly alarmed by a call to release people arrested under the security law. It said it would support countermeasures by Beijing. A spokesman quoted the chief executive Carrie Lam as saying that the move was totally illegitimate and violated the norms of international law. Mrs Lam, who was sanctioned herself earlier, said she and her colleagues would not be intimidated and Washington would fail in its objective of implicit subjugation. More than 50 activists and politicians were arrested earlier this month on suspicion of violating the new law. None have been charged yet and most were released on bail. In response, Mr Tam said he had already anticipated the sanctions and wasn't concerned by the inconvenience, as he had no assets in the United States. He accused the U.S. of acting like a bully and condemned its interference in local affairs. The three police officers issued a statement through the force saying it was an honor and duty to uphold national security. They said they would continue to enforce the law strictly to ensure the security of the nation and Hong Kong. Officials are playing down hopes of easing coronavirus restrictions after case numbers ticked up again to 50. 49 were local, 15 had no clear source. The untraceable cases include five in an area of Jordan and Yamate, where the government has ordered thousands of people to undergo tests. The Center for Health Protection's Dr. Chuan Shokuan said any let-up in social distancing could lead to a surge in infections. The figures are still up and down and has, we have not observed a definite downward trend from a few days ago, I mean from the, in the recent one or two weeks. So any uh, relaxation in the measures and, and, and if the general public does not uh, have vigilance in keeping all these uh, measures, the numbers may rebound. Meanwhile, scores of people in Yaomate and Jordan queued up for coronavirus tests after the government ordered residents of some buildings there to get tested. Natalie Cheng reports. Residents of more than 20 tenement blocks have been told to take a test by Monday after more than 100 cases were recorded in the densely packed neighborhood. 
Officials went door to door the previous night, encouraging residents to undergo tests. And there was a steady flow of people to a local sports center and mobile testing vans set up in the area. Speakers of Nepalese, Urdu, and other languages were on hand to aid the large ethnic minority community in the area. One man said the process was fast and convenient. He said people who avoided tests were stupid, and those who took them were wise men. One woman said she'd come despite the fact there were no confirmed cases in her building. She said she just wanted to feel safe. A team of Nepali climbers has set a new world record by becoming the first mountaineers ever to reach the summit of K2, the world's second highest mountain during winter. The BBC's Jill McGivering reports. K2 is known as the Savage Mountain for good reason. Until now, it was the only one of the world's 14 highest peaks, all over 8,000 metres, which had never been climbed successfully in winter. The team had hoped to reach the summit in the middle of the day local time, but hours passed with little news. A leading team of three might have made it sooner alone, but planned instead to stop 10 metres from the summit and wait, so all 10 mountaineers could set this new world record as a group. RTHK, the time is now five minutes past 11. Germany's biggest party, the Christian Democrats, has elected the Premier of, Nor of the North Rhine-Westphalia, Armin Laschet, as its leader. He beat the businessman Friedrich Merz in a runoff at the party's first virtual conference. Here's the BBC's Mike Sanders. Armin Laschet has become the next in line to lead Europe's economic powerhouse. In his pitch to the delegates watching online, he said he wanted a European Germany to be a leader in the world. And he called on the party to reflect better the breadth of diversity in the country. Mr Laschet, who turns 60 next month, has made a start by bringing in the health minister Jens Spahn, who's gay, as his deputy. Mr Laschet is in pole position to succeed Angela Merkel as chancellor when she steps down in September. The Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi has launched a huge coronavirus vaccination program which aims to reach 300 million people by August. The BBC's Rajini Badiar Nafan in Delhi says the government has been criticised over one of the two vaccines being used, Covaxin. One vaccine that's being rolled out today is the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine, which is being produced here in India. But the other one being developed in India as well is from a company called Bharat Biotech. And there has been some concern because that vaccine is being rolled out before it's actually passed its stage three efficacy trials. So some health experts are concerned that this vaccine is given to people when officials still don't know how effective it will be. Now, the government stresses that they do believes that this vaccine is safe and that they are administering it under very, very strict supervision. Cambodia's Prime Minister Hun Sen has said China will do donate one million doses of a coronavirus vaccine to his country. In a Facebook post, he thanked Beijing's leaders for their generosity. The messaging platform Signal says it's been trying to solve technical problems after struggling to cope with a surge in demand. Millions of people have switched to the app in protest at changes to the privacy rules of its much larger rival, WhatsApp. There has been widespread opposition to WhatsApp's latest terms and conditions, which allow it to share some data with its parent company, Facebook. The sports now and preparations for the Australian Open tennis tournament have suffered a further blow after a passenger on a second charter flight carrying players tested positive for COVID-19. 
23 athletes who left from Abu Dhabi will have to quarantine in their hotels until they are medically cleared. Players on an earlier flight from Los Angeles, including the two-time Grand Slam champion Victoria Azarenka and the former U.S. Open winner Sloane Stephens, will follow the same restrictions. To football, an anticipation is building as English Premier League champions Liverpool prepare to take on league leaders Manchester United late tomorrow. It's the first time that the two rivals have met as the top two in the Premier League at Anfield for 23 years. Liverpool manager Jurgen Klopp says his team needs no extra motivation. Winning a football game and being winning against United is it's, it's, uh, enough. It's itself so there is not there's not necessary that there's a special add-on so we play at home against tonight and we want to win so that's all we have to think about it there's no no extra add-on um in, in that game because they are the situation they are they 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 got the points they deserve the points they have so far and uh, we have ours the manchester united manager ole gunnar Sosha says this fixture always gets pulses racing Always excited when you're going to play against uh, teams of that uh, quality and calibre, of course. And uh, for us, it form goes out the window. It doesn't really matter if it's uh, first or last game. You know, when you go, go to Anfield, it's a big game for the club. It's a big game for the players, for the fans. So I'm really looking forward to it. The South African cricket team has arrived in Pakistan for its first tour there in 14 years. The squad will play two tests and three 2020 internationals during the three-week tour. It will be the first 2020 international series in the country. And to end the news, the top stories once again. The government slams the outgoing U.S. administration after six more people linked to the national security law are hit with sanctions. Officials play down hopes of easing coronavirus restrictions after case numbers increase again. And Nepali climbers set a new world record by becoming the first mountaineers ever to reach the summit of K2 during winter. And that's the news from RTHK. Sunlight's creeping in Now the ice is slowly melting In my soul and in my skin All the good times, my friend Yeah, yeah Are coming around again Oh yeah I've been thinking, reminiscing A better nights and better days Hiding in the refuge of memories I've made I got a feeling within, within, it's coming around again. Salvation 
History repeats itself, doesn't it? It's just that when it comes around again, it's taken on another level already. Talk among the skeletons this morning. Aside from all the medicine and health, you could do it all again. But you do it all the same. Is there something that you tell your former self? 